Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded January 18th, 2023. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we dig into the question of where we are in the earnings downgrade cycle. Two big things you need to know. First, 2023 EPS forecasts have continued to soften, with former leadership sectors like energy finally taking their lumps by participating in the downward revision cycle. Second, S&P 500 stocks with high international revenue exposure have been outperforming domestically-oriented companies recently, as their earnings revision trends have improved. At the same time, earnings revision trends for the domestic bucket, another former leader, have finally started to deteriorate. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major providers. Now the details. Starting with takeaway number one, 2023 EPS forecasts have continued to soften, with former leadership sectors like energy financials and utilities finally taking their earnings lumps by participating in the downward revision cycle. These sectors were seeing positive EPS and sales revisions last year, but they are now seeing mostly downward revisions. In percentage terms, some of the sharpest declines in EPS growth expectations recently have also come for energy and financials. Taking a step back, we've been highlighting two key things in our discussion about how to think about the earnings downgrade cycle and market performance. First, the S&P 500 tends to bottom three to six months before downward earnings revision cycles are done. Investors who have waited for final estimate cuts in the past have missed the market bottom. And second, in bad years for earnings, downgrades are usually mostly done by March or April. In this context, we've been optimistic that the earnings headwind for the S&P 500 can mostly be resolved in the coming months, setting the stage for a recovery and stock market performance in the back half of the year. The fact that former leadership areas are finally participating in the downward revision cycle supports the idea that we're later innings in the downward revision cycle, even though numbers technically still need to come down a bit. Interestingly, tech stands out as a sector that, unlike energy, financials, and utilities, did take its lumps on earnings last year, at least in certain industries. The rate of upward EPS estimate revisions for S&P 500 technology companies fell to 18% during 2022, close to great financial crisis and pandemic lows. This move was driven by collapses in semis and tech hardware. Like the broader market, tech earnings revisions turned positive in both periods well after the broader market bottomed in terms of performance. So like investors generally, tech investors waiting around for the final cuts in their stocks missed the bottom in the S&P 500 in terms of performance. It's worth noting that there has been some divergence within tech in terms of where we are in the downward revision cycle. Our earnings revision indicators hit historical lows in both semis and tech hardware last year, but that hasn't been the case in software and IT services, which we think of as another domino that needs to fall specifically within tech. Wrapping up with takeaway number two, we're starting to see performance leadership by large cap stocks with high international revenue exposure emerge as earnings revision trends stabilize there. Something else that caught our eye as we were pouring through earnings-related data points last week was that large-cap companies with high international revenue exposure have only been seeing modest downward earnings revisions recently. This represents an improvement from 2022, when these companies saw the rate of upward revisions fall sharply to around 20%. Meanwhile, large-cap companies with entirely domestic revenue exposure have started to see the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions deteriorate. That comes after an extended period in which downward revisions were fairly modest for this bucket and much more resilient than what we were seeing in the high international bucket throughout most of last year. 
With all this in mind, we think it's fair to say that the high international bucket has been more de-risked from an earnings perspective, and that the domestic cohort is yet another former leadership area that's finally taking its earnings lumps. Not surprisingly, after an extended period in which the domestic names were the one outperforming in terms of price, the high international bucket has started to outperform over the past few months, including early 2023 trading. While there are sector explanations for much of this, we think this also reflects a theme that we picked up on in our December client meetings in Europe, the idea that the economic backdrop in Europe has been less bad than feared, and excitement over China's reopening, which has ignited interest in non-U.S. exposure generally, all the while economic uncertainty in the U.S., which is still very expensive in the eyes of many global investors, is starting to rise. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and please reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.